0: Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. All right, everybody, welcome back.
1: Welcome back to the second installment. <laughs> round two. Round two. <laughs> Would you like to explain that?
0: <laughs> so, we hope you really enjoyed the first half hour of the show. Yes, and exactly. And you're like, wait a minute, this is the beginning of the show. Well, for you, it's the beginning.
1: Exactly. For us, for us, uh, we it's just.
0: Round two. It's round two. We just lost. The first half hour. Yeah, at, le- at
1: least a half hour. So yeah.
0: we're redoing the show.
1: So welcome back. So welcome back.
0: <laughs> we'll catch you up on all the jokes and things that you missed. Yeah. What happened was um I didn't realize that the the data card, the memory card that we use was maxed out because I wasn't really deleting files off mm-hmm. of it. And so honestly, I just thought I had more room and it I didn't. It ran out. So anyway... The first seven minutes and 42 seconds were really funny.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then after that, nothing. Nothing. And then
0: after that, we were just talking to each other.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we really were. Yeah. But, well, you know what? 82 episodes. Exactly. It had to happen. It had to happen. It really did. So this wasn't so bad. Yeah.
0: So anyway, hey, uh, welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Grace and Peace Radio. I am still your host, Anthony. And I'm still your co-host, Amy. That's right. And so this week, we thought, well, you know what? Let's let's change it up a little bit. This is episode 82. And, well, if you've been hanging out with us for a while, if you were to turn back time, Cher.
1: (laughs) Please don't start singing that.
0: Yeah, I probably can't get a copyright.
1: <laughs> well, I, that's true, I can't too. afford the song. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to try to bust I, it out. <laughs> I'm thinking about it.
0: If you could turn back time. <laughs> we're back to that. If you could find a way <laughs> to uh, to episode 62. yes. If you got your your share on, mm-hmm. and you turn back time to episode sixty two, that was our book sprints edition, it was. and that was a that was a pretty popular edition. We haven't done one. Yeah, of those people really like since. that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everybody's like, how come you don't do another book sprints? Because I got to read books. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we would do sort of a year end, not quite a book
1: sprints like we did, but yeah, uh, but something like that. And so, certainly not a comprehensive. Yeah, so we're going
0: to do a, a book meandering. Yes, is what we decided. What we want to do is we want to talk about some of the books that we most enjoyed reading this year. Mm-hmm. But first, yes, it's time for our new segment. That this is now, I think, week number three. We've been running with this. Three or four.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess it is. I think it's three. Yeah. So it's time for... What, what verse, and verse and Why?
0: why? <laughs> it's what happens when you can't afford... music.
1: Or good voiceover. Exactly.
0: (sighs) Uh, In this segment, what we do is we just talk about a verse that we read this week in our Bible reading and share it with each other and give a little comment on it. Why why that verse this week? So, ladies first.
1: Well, I have been, I just finished up Luke, reading the Gospel of Luke today. And this past Friday, I had written down... Luke fourteen twenty seven, whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And it was just a reminder to me as I was ready to start my day, my busy day, that it's what we're called to do every day. Pick up our cross, whatever it is the Lord has given us for that day, and carry it. So Very that good. was mine.
0: Very good. Uh, this week for me, I-, I learned about the importance of this verse a few years ago when I was in one of my seminary classes. I don't remember which one, but 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Peter three sixteen. I always like when I pass over this verse again. In this section of... Second Peter, he is writing and he's talking about Paul's writings. I'll just start in verse, the beginning of 16. He says, he writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand. First of all, I just appreciate that he acknowledges that. Yes. But then he goes on to say, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures. To their own destruction. And it and it was somewhere in one of my classes that it was pointed out to me that that is an apologetic that, yes, Paul's writings are the scriptures, that, you know, the other, as they do the other scriptures. And so even Peter recognized that God had inspired Paul to write, and what Paul wrote was also than scripture. And I just love when I, I come across that verse. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's just cool.
1: Yep. No, and I love the fact that you pointed that out to me. So yeah, so, um, uh, so that is what, what verse and why. why? <laughs> I said the last time we're dorks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we have fun being hey, dorks. That's right. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, we can't get fired. No, we so. can't.
1: Even if our recording fails.
0: <laughs> anyway, Amy. Amy. Tell me about a book that you enjoyed reading this year because you have read a lot of books. <laughs> I
1: have. My top one already going going straight to the top. Because I cannot recommend this book enough. so that's why I'm making it my top one. It was part of Book Sprints. Um, it's called Another Gospel. A Lifelong Christian Seeks Truth in Response to Progressive Christianity by Alyssa Childers. Every Christian should read this book. It's clear, concise. It's not a huge book. Very straightforward. You'll get a better understanding of progressive Christianity and how it has invaded um, our churches and seriously can invade your belief you know, your worldview, Mm -hmm. your solid biblical worldview. So please read this book. It's, it's really excellent. So that's my top one. All right. How about you? Whether it's a top one or not. Yeah. I don't know that I have a particular top book. I
0: read a lot of good books this year. I suppose if I had to pick a top book this year, even though technically I started it in October 2020, and I put it down for a while, I'll pick it up again because it's just that kind of a hard read, and it's I don't know, 550 pages. George Whitfield's journals,
1: and why would you say it was a hard read? Well, for one thing,
0: it, it's I mean, it's hard. These are the journals of a of a young man. He's only in his 20s, and his his itinerant. Preaching ministry. So in that, number one, it is kind of redundant. It is a journal of just going place to place to place, preached here, preached there, preached here, preached there. So there's that. Uh, and but also it it's a hard read in that you you, you don't really I think you lose something if you just try to read it straight through. You you really should take time read it, ponder a few, a few things that are going on in his life at that time, put it down, and then pick it up again, read a little bit more, put it down, uh, that, that sort of thing. Like, for example, he's, like I said, he's only in his early 20s and his travels back and forth to, to and from England to America you know, really, even his itinerant preaching—how he even got to preaching outdoors. He basically, he was rejected from preaching indoors mo- most of the time early on. He, you know, and then how he would preach, and you know, in the cold and the snow, and and yet people came, like people came and stood Thousands. outside and in the cold weather. Yeah, and it's also fascinating to read about them and just different things like that. Plus honestly, I'm just not used to reading a 550 page book. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a lot to me.
1: Well, I think that was the, the other thing that you enjoyed the accomplishment of having done that cuz you really right. have, you really don't do that very yeah. often. Yeah. What was what was the uh the geographic piece that you were most oh, intrigued with? At
0: one point he's in New Brunswick, New Jersey, which If you've ever driven through that part of New Jersey, you know by the historical markers that are all over the place that that's where I grew up.
1: (laughs) Because, yes, all those historical markers. Exactly. Mention Anthony
0: F. Russo. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so this was the Denny's he hung out at in East Brunswick (laughs) and so on. But, yeah, I did grow up near New Brunswick. And at that time, really, that's where the Great Awakening really began, about 30 years before Jonathan Edwards and in New England and all that, it was already active there. And at this point, this is 1739 and he's traveling through New Brunswick and then, uh, and he makes his way back and forth across there, goes through, through Princeton and so forth. And which was originally even called the college. It was a log cabin college by George Tennant and his father which later became Princeton University. And it was it meant to train ministers. And of course now it's a, just a godless institution kind of thing. And so that's sad. Oh, he talks about uh Freelinghausen pastor of a congregation about four miles from New Brunswick. Well, really Freelinghausen was, was one of the beginning pastors where, the Great Awakening began.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact,
0: while we were up there last year, right. we, we found his grave. And yeah. So, those was all those kinds of things. And then, at one point, he goes from Perth Amboy down to Freehold, which is right down Route 9, which, as you take that route, he would have almost certainly had to cross over the piece of property that later became my high school. So, I loved the fact that George Whitfield probably stepped on my high school campus There at some you go, point. And I, you know, th- just that, the whole idea that he was like three miles from my house.
1: Well, it's just that historic. You know? And he never even bothered to say hi. Didn't even stop by. We, well, your, your mom would have like panicked yeah, I mean, because she wouldn't have had more than soup. Right. <laughs> but,
0: you know, I could have went to the store and gotten some That's true. cake or something.
1: <laughs> so anyway, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was that was your biggie this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, another one for me is, of course, an RC sprawl. But what I liked about this, uh, it's called Pleasing God. It's one of his early publications, and it's just dealing with Christian living. There's only 15 chapters, but they're not long. And you know, everything from the goal of Christian living, battle with the flesh, real forgiveness. Carnal Christian, Sin of Pride, Sin of Slothfulness, Sin of Dishonesty. It's not very long at all. But anyway, I really, really enjoyed it. So that was another one of mine for this year that was... Very good. So what have you got?
0: I'm going to do two books, actually, because they're both written by the same author.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Her name is Belle M... Brain. That's right. Brain. And so, partly the reason I'm doing two books is not only because it's the same author, but of course, two brains are better than one. <laughs> 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 Just dying to use that. Exactly. You know, these oh. books could have been terrible. I still would
1: have, <laughs> you still would have used That's the right. joke.
0: Yeah. The, the first one is called 50 Missionary Stories. And can you guess what it's about? <laughs> And so it was published in 1903.
1: Which I think is so cool it just is by cool. itself.
0: And it's just these different stories, anecdotal stories, difficulties of doctoring in India, uh, just funny stories of digging a well. It, it was just a really neat book. I, I really, uh, really enjoyed it. And she did a great job. And her, she had a passion for for missions, obviously, for, for getting people involved in missions. And then the second one was called Holding the Ropes, Missionary Methods for Workers at Home. And this one was published three years later, 1906. And the, na- the, the title comes from, from a statement from William Carey. The inscription at the beginning says, We saw there was a gold mine in India, said Andrew Fuller in 1793. Of course, the gold mine is, you know, gospel gold mine after listening to the stirring words of John Thomas, who had been pleading for India. But it seemed almost as deep as the center of the earth. Who will venture to go explore it, we asked. I will go down, responded William Carey, but remember that you must hold the ropes. So it's really a book about engaging the church to be involved in missions. And what's really cool, like at the back of it, she's got this thing of who's who in missions. And again, at this time... It's not all the the well known missionaries that we know. It's it's some uh, unusual you know known but the god kind of kind of things. Who opened the first wagon road across the Rocky Mountains? I don't know. know. Marcus Whitman, the hero martyr of Oregon, was his name. Wow. Mm -hmm. And we don't know who he is. You know that we don't now. Uh, Who was the first native missionary to Alaska? Edward Marsden. Uh, who was, you know, a, a Teshmean Indian. And she does that with all the, the different continents. What world evangelists who preach the gospel in every continent endeavored to establish self-supporting missions in Africa? Bishop William Taylor, who was known as the Flaming Torch. Yeah, just kind yeah. of cool stuff like that. So I, I enjoyed reading those. Cool. Yeah. All right, we probably have time for like one more. What, what
1: you got? Um, I would say um, one that a friend of mine was listening to is an audio book because she's um a young mom and with little ones, and, and of course I got the book because I like writing in it and highlighting. But it's called God's Battle Plan for the Mind, and please it, it do not mix it up. She no. <laughs> not what you're thinking. It is not battlefield of the mind. This is God's battle plan for the mind. It's by David Saxton, and it's The Puritan Practice of Biblical Meditation. Just what it sounds like. Meditating on the Bible. And just the various Puritans that discuss unbiblical forms of meditation, defining biblical meditation, there's occasional meditation, deliberate meditation. Um I didn't find it to be it's not a a thick book. I didn't find it to be a difficult read. A lot of quotes. Um someone might find it to be a little stilted with that, but I guess that makes I was sense fine. though,
0: because he is kind of extracting the
1: Puritans. Exactly. That yeah. 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 It's it's not He's put all of this together. Right, right. And He's
0: distilled a lot of Puritan thought down. And so there, uh, it would stand to reason that there's a lot of quotes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. It, w- it was something I was reading this early this summer. And it helped me realize that I needed to meditate more on what I was reading. So I slowed down on my Bible reading plan mm-hmm. so that I was, yeah. was doing more.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, since I did two of those... How about
1: how about one more? What's one more on that stack that you would want to talk about? Actually one that I'm reading right now. It's called Keeping the Heart, John Flavel, again another Puritan writer, and it's exactly what you'd say, it's about guarding your heart, keeping your heart toward the Lord. Proverbs 4:23 enjoins us to keep our heart for out of it are the issues of life. It's 136 pages. This one is was published by solo solid Deo gloria. Anyway, mm-hmm. I recommend it. I it was actually recommended to me by the Bible study that I'm in at a d- different church. That I alternate with our church And you actually had this copy So I don't know where you Mm -hmm. picked it up along the line But we had it So I'm almost done with it I've got about 40 more pages But it's one of those things like anything else with the Puritan writers You have to read just a little bit of it And then think about what they said Because there's just so much In it Mm -hmm. So how about you? One more for you
0: Oh let's see (laughs) I think I would go with God at Work, Your Christian Vocation in All of Life by Gene Edward Veth. I first read this in May 2020, and then I reread it in April of this year. What he did really was modernize, or, or, or sort of modern paraphrase, if you will, uh, or a discussion of Luther's doctrine of the vocation and it really just breaks down what Luther arrived at from scripture about what God says about vocation and i found it just a very helpful book for me and i would recommend it to uh to really to any anyone who has you know who has vocation Issues, you know, you're just struggling to, to figure out what it is to be a Christian and have a vocation, um, you know, whatever the thing is, it's, I've read so many lame corporate mm-hmm. career books over my career, uh, but I really enjoyed this book. He, he writes in a in an easy style, and it's nice, too, because really what you're getting, it's just like I'm telling you about this book, mm-hmm. he's telling you about Luther. Yes, so that's that's pretty cool. It's, uh,
1: and didn't didn't you say it was helpful, as you said, with your vocation? And wouldn't you say even especially if your vocation's not necessarily in ministry? Absolutely, yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's really one of the things that Luther brought out is that you know, as Luther said, you know the. The milkmaid, if she's doing her job to the glory of God, it has no less of a vocation, uh, you know, than someone who's, you know, th- th- than a minister of the gospel, than a man mm-hmm. preaching the gospel. So, uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed that book and I, I thought it was helpful, you know. I want to say if you're if you're a guy and you're struggling with vocation issues or whatever, uh, or you just have questions, or you just want to read something
1: different about it, um, it's really good. Yeah, it's and good you you have read a lot of this mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. So when you had told me you were going to be reading something similar, I thought, oh boy, because none of them have been any good, but this one you just you were really happy with. Right.
0: Is there one that you're
1: interested in, in 2022, particularly? Well, I still have a pile of books out there. You you know, I've got like two bookshelves, two shelves of to be read. But I would say, possibly, when I was looking at that before we're doing the episode, uh, David McCullough. I've got two or three of his. I've read John Adams. I read one about the Ohio Valley. And that being settled. So I do have one on the Brooklyn Bridge, building the Brooklyn Bridge. So I thought that would be something different and, and interesting to to read. Great. So I'm looking forward to that. Great. You?
0: Uh, I, I would say I, I got into old books. The last year or so, I've been buying these old books. I mentioned uh, the, the Brain Books. The Wonderful Story of Uganda. This was originally published in... 1908, it's a a history of not only the history of the the beginnings of Uganda uh, as a nation, but also the history, you know, the modern history, but also the history of missions in Uganda. And it's just really, really fascinating. I mean, even the early, I think it was early German missionaries that were there. and, And then it really gets into... Uh, I believe his name was Alexander Mackey, and I think he was Scottish. He was pretty much, I guess you could say, almost what Hudson Taylor was to China, Mackey was to Uganda. I I first found it online and was reading the scanned version of it, you know, where they just scan the pages, and it was fine, but it just wasn't the same, having to try to flip through the scanned pages. Uh, So I just, I found it, I guess on eBay, I was just waiting for it to come on sale somewhere, and... So, I found that. So, I was excited about that. So, I'm really looking forward to kicking my feet up at some point and
1: Nice. Uh,
0: just enjoying that one.
1: Yeah. Well, since we are on the topic of books, uh, which for us is pretty much an ongoing topic, but uh, why don't you give us an update on Jesus Changed Everything?
0: All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, it's going well. You know, it was released, it was on pre order. Uh, beginning around Thanksgiving, and then available this past Wednesday, December 1st. In fact, did a uh, Facebook Live, which you can catch the repeat of that on uh, Facebook if you're on the Grace and Peace radio page. Uh, that was fun. Never did that before. And once I got past the tech challenges of that, it was it was fun. Big, big thanks to Nathan Whitaker over at the 1618 Podcast. Very gracious. Really enjoyed... Uh, the interview he did with me, uh, the conversation we had about the book, I will put a link to that in the show notes, and you can check that out. It's on the also on the Christian Podcast community. You can also find it on JesusChangedEverythingBook.com slash news. And so that was fun. Also, should be coming out soon. I did another interview about the book with another Nathan, Nathan uh, Caldwell and Keith Helsley over at Quest for Truth. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun, and that should be coming out. And a couple other interviews lined up, so I'll mention those as they they come up. And been very grateful uh, that our church has been supportive and and
1: yeah, they've been very good about that. Yeah,
0: so it's been nice. Oh, and You've one really some nice good thing. feedback too. Yeah, thank you. Uh, one of the really nice things that I've, I've Gotten was p- People enjoy the conversational aspect to the book. They like the stories in it, the illustrations. So that's that's been neat. And uh, I was so touched, really, when uh, Nathan Whitaker described it as gospel-saturated. That, that meant a lot to me because that was exactly what I had hoped. That fact, had been even, the
1: goal from day one. Yeah,
0: in fact, it's funny. Even in the book, at the very beginning of the book, I say it's my goal that you will see Jesus on every page, you know, if there's Jesus on every page. And so apparently by God's grace, that, you know, that prayer was answered. Mm-hmm. So that was very, very nice of him to say that. So, yeah, so it's going well. People, pe- people seem to like it. Please if, keep it in prayer. Uh, if you've, if you bought a copy, thank you very, very much. I'm very grateful for that. Uh, it is available on Amazon. If you haven't yet, it's available on Amazon and Apple books and Barnes and Noble and, If you're in the UK, Eden, I think it's edenbooks.uk. Anyway.
1: You've also had some conversations with a couple of folks about possible translations mm -hmm. or exploring the idea of translating it. Yep, yep. So still
0: got to record it for the audiobook version. But then also, yeah, there's there's talk of uh, translating it into at least a few, you know, a couple of languages that we're looking Mm -hmm. at, Spanish and a couple others. So... We'll see, but yeah. So, so that's been that's been nice. So we thank the Lord. I, I, I'm I'm shocked, really. I'm very thankful. I, I didn't expect such a
1: good response to the book. Mm-hmm. So so quickly. Thank thank the Lord for that. At all, honestly, <laughs> no, really at all. Uh, so yeah. Well, we are we are very thankful and, yep. and we are very excited because it's it's been a long term goal, and I'm very happy for you that. What you have been yeah, wanting to do for a long time is now thank out you, there. Yeah. So I, I do pray the Lord uses it. Yeah. Um, something else, too, you were going to talk about podcast awards.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. So again, just a reminder, folks, if you have a favorite podcast episode, not, not even one of Grace and Peace Radio, no. just in general, any other podcast that you may listen to, email info at christianpodcastcommunity.com info at com, with you know what what is that podcast and what episode was it uh, it's time for our annual awards and so they would love to get your feedback on that and like I said it, it ideally it's Christian podcast community podcasts but if you have other ones who aren't part of the community or even not Christian podcasts email them and let them know so that, that would be
1: great yeah yep Oh, and I'm going to have an opportunity. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. No, that's okay. I'm very excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm very excited that Ms. Melba Toast Mm -hmm. of Thoroughly Equipped, who's also part of the Christian podcast community. Uh, she is going to be interviewing me. So we're going to be doing yeah. that very soon. Yeah,
0: that's exciting.
1: It is exciting. And uh, she and I have had a, an initial conversation and she's a delightful person to talk to. Yeah, and yeah, she
0: is. Very funny.
1: Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to that. So I'll keep you guys posted on the whens and where's of that one.
0: Yeah, very good. I said very funny. I mean like very fun, you know. Yeah, just very well, yeah, upbeat neat, and yeah, just
1: exactly. energetic and yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Uh, There's
0: that, and then uh, I guess one other, the only other announcement I guess you could say it is I'll have more details next week, but a cool audiobook announcement will be made next week. Not about Jesus Changed Everything. This is an opportunity for several Christian classics and audiobooks uh, and anyway, it's, it's a really neat product that's available so i'll be talking about that next week yeah so if yep. you're into
1: audiobooks I say for our listeners who are into audiobooks yeah. i think you'll like this mm-hmm.
0: and, and you like good quality stuff well have i got a deal <laughs> for you
1: exactly so hey uh our Recording is still going. I'm thrilled. Yes, yep. I, I I half expected to you look down and yep. see this face like yep. I saw before. <laughs> That's about it for us this week.
0: And uh, we again thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Uh, we, we we so appreciate you. If you have any ideas for the show, any feedback, email us at show at graceandpeaceradio.com, Show at graceandpeaceradio.com. Oh, by the way, if Uh, I will say, if you have purchased the book uh, "Jesus Changed Everything," thank you very, very much. I greatly appreciate it. And if you have, uh, would you consider leaving a review when you're done with it, either on Goodreads.com or Amazon.com? Those reviews are helpful. So, uh, just wanted to—I forgot to mention that. Yes, throw that out there. I forgot that too.
1: But thank you, folks, for listening and for sticking with us. And absolutely. uh, seeming to enjoy our chatter and
0: yeah yeah, and uh, so lord willing we will talk to you next time take care folks all right god bless you bye-bye bye-bye well that's our show for today i hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in god's word looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of him our love for him and our service to him grace and peace radio is honored to be a member of the christian podcast community It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.